Ladies and gentlemen, ladies are you ready for the one and only show? Live from Houston, Texas, it's the go-to girl, go professional comedian, professional producer, and teacher of Monday.com. It's Millionaire Matchmaker. Matchmaker Amber Neal. It is the Amber Neal Show. It is Marriday Monday. Marriday Monday. I can't even talk because it's Monday. <laughs> She's like, it's Monday. You're it lucky I showed up. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, guys. So let's try this again. It is Marriday Monday, and we are here on the live show. <laughs> the beauty of live shows is that there's no do-over. Today is uh, all about couples and relationships. And you know, sometimes... Uh, as much as I'm trying to fight to cure the divorce rate, breakups are necessary. So today's topic is why breakup why breakups are so important. So let me welcome in my co-host. He's the man with the plan. He is DJ Houston. Woo! What's up? What's up? Yes, I have a question for you. What's up? How how do you deal with being like the most in-demand DJ there is? Like I just I don't even get it. Oh, you know, um, Good scheduling. Let me just say, good <laughs> scheduling. Because there are days where I do say, oh, I want to pull my hair out. Why did I schedule so many things in one day? But you know what? I love it. Because each of it is so different, so much fun. So it, it brings me to life, you know? I love it. I'm going to let you see where that is. I'm trying to pull that up to make sure. All right, guys. Today's topic is why breakups are so important. Because, you know, some people think it's better to have a piece of a man. Than no man at all. Right. There are women out here and guys that will literally sponsor a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. We call those people that sponsor sugar daddies or sugar mamas. Yes. You know? And we have our brand new shirt being made. No more build a boos. We have one with the woman silhouette and with with a guy silhouette because if you've got to sponsor somebody, we got to do a little more healing to find out why you think that's the best you can get. Right. <laughs> so, you know, this is a really interesting topic. Sometimes people should break up. I, you know, I agree because sometimes they just stick with each other for, mm -hmm. it's that codependency. You know that what part. I mean? It's because like, they're like, oh, but I need him to stay around because where am I going to live or what bins <laughs> am I going to drive? You know, like I've seen it. I've, I don't know how many times I've heard people say that they stay in a relationship mm -hmm. because of the fact that they are needing the person like they yeah. they moved in with each other and the lease is under their name <laughs> the car is under their name like this is why you don't get people to sponsor you you sponsor them it's so crazy hey guys shout out to martin tuning in and shamir dr pepper sponsor us hashtag i believe dp you know we gotta start the show off with a dr pepper yeah so you know hashtag uh so crisp and refreshing <laughs> yes, with 23 flavors. Oh, she beat me to it. I was like, I was going to be like, and 23 flavors. <laughs> All right, guys. Hashtag and share. We're trying to get Dr. Pepper to sponsor us. Hashtag I believe DP. But today, let's jump into our topic. Why breakups are so important. Number one, get my notes here, is number one is meaningful realization. With time, you come to realize that there are many uh, necessary people and things outside of that person whom you have been ignoring for a long time. 
Are you that friend that every time you get a man or a girl, you boo up with them to a point that your friends all hate you because you literally just disappear? Right, because you like you get into this. And I find, I mean, I find myself doing this when I get into a fresh relationship. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Yes, because you're humping. You ain't coming to friends. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I do. I've been the person, and now I know the friends that do that because I, I'm no longer that person. <laughs> I've I've healed myself, so I don't need that. But. <clears throat> It is a little crazy how people will just out of nowhere too. They just they get all booed up, and then you know it gets to that point where it kind of makes you disgusted every yeah. time you see them. You're like, okay, can you stop sucking each other's faces <laughs> for a minute and let's have a conversation? And in the middle of that conversation, they're yeah. sucking each other's faces. You're like, get a room, get a room. <laughs> and we don't want to be a hater or a jealous friend. It's just that you know you've got to have balance in life. And I think it when you literally are so obsessed with your partner that you alienate everybody that you claim to love and that could be a problem that that is a sign you're in a codependent relationship and that's why a breakup might be good for you because you are not glued together right we're not meant to be together 24 7 you have to have some autonomy you have to have some time apart to understand the autonomy is what brings the appreciation agreed and not only that but you know People take on personalities too often of the person that they're dating, and they completely forget about themselves. Yes. They everything that was important to them went on the back burner, and mm -hmm. now you know. So, for example, if you're a social bee and you like to go out and hang out with people, do group things, yeah. But your partner is an introvert. Uh, more than likely, you're going to become that introvert, and you're going to sit on that couch all day long, and feeling resentful because you're like, I why can't I go out and do things anymore? I'm and it's not even. Because you can't. It's because that's just, that's what you did. You got two Buddha. Hmm. Mm. Two Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm sharing this on my page. If you guys comment, if you write into the show today, we're trying something a little bit different. Uh, we got our new phone lines on the way. But in the meantime, we want you, we have, we're live from the Boss Up Houston Network. I'm sharing that to my personal page right now. If you guys want to chime in on the conversation, go ahead and leave a comment. If we read your comments on air, we have a free giveaway for you. What are we going to give away? Ooh, let's see. Last week we did the seven-day resort. Um... I'm feeling Vegas today. Ooh. Are y'all feeling Vegas? I'm feeling Vegas. Yes. I want to gamble. I you know, I want to gamble yeah. on a relationship. Let's do it. Let's gamble on a relationship. Ooh. Maybe we can get. Isn't that what we're really doing. Right when we go to Vegas, that's all we uh, do. <laughs> uh, You're gambling on whether you wake up with a ring on your finger. In the that's actually a good analogy, though, because that's what your know, relationships are. Gamble. There are yes, really no are. promises. And the thing is, though, is it's just like gambling. Though, when you go to Vegas, you usually should tell yourself. Your healthy boundaries okay i'm only gonna spend xyz and then that's enough the problem is unlike a healthy relationship you go past your own boundaries right you're not when you listen guys it you know one thing i've been really cognizant of is uh, the difference between following a man and betraying your self-love Okay. Because that's something I'm really dealing with right now is trying to, I'm trying to teach women the difference between following and being manipulated and being played. Right. So there's, there's this boundary of, yes, you want to follow, but at the same time, you don't want to be uh, violating yourself. And so last night I was giving somebody some date coaching um, who went on a date and it was really good. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yes! Hey, I can't. Oh, I can't wait to say something about that. <laughs> so really good, and you know, my thing with her when I was getting off the phone there was just be yourself. 
be true to yourself. The only advice I can give people when I'm date coaching is be true to yourself. If you feel that resistance in your spirit, you feel like this makes me feel yucky, this yeah. doesn't make me feel appreciated, supported, it doesn't give me what I need, it's time to let it go. I mean, love is not enough. It doesn't matter how much you love somebody, if they don't give you the rest of it, yeah. you're playing yourself. You really are because... You know, you need, the reason you're feeling those feelings is because you need that. That's what exactly. you need, you know? So that's why you're feeling that resentment or that sometimes even loneliness. Mm -hmm. It's weird how you can feel lonely when you're in a relationship. Right. That's what Robin Williams said. That I mean. That's the, that's the loneliest emotion in the world is to be with somebody and still feel lonely. Right? Because that's the whole reason I want to be with somebody is so I don't, I don't have to feel it's alone. It's togetherness. Exactly. But then when you're in a relationship and they don't need the same kind of togetherness, you're not ever going to feel like you're getting what you need. You'll feel neglected. Like if your language of love is touch and they don't even believe in love languages, it's going to be hard to communicate with them. It is. It really is. Especially if they don't believe in love languages because yeah. they're not going to know how you're going to feel. They're not, they're not going to know how to treat you in any way, shape or form, whether it's your apology, your love, exactly. you know, um, they're, they're not going to know how to treat you. And that's, it's a shame that they can't. Like they say they don't believe in love languages. Yeah, they don't believe. Oh, it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Listen, <laughs> for all of you out there who don't believe, I suggest you I'm go out right you. now. Go to fivelovelanguages.com. Yes. Take those tests. I actually did it. You know, I was skeptical at first when I first got here. Yeah. And Amber would tell me, you know, you need to learn your love languages. And I was like, why? You know, but I did it. I did it just because one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> And you know how spot on it was it's was ridiculous. I mean, and when I shared my results with her, she's like, Psh, I could have told you that. Exactly. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> I didn't know that, but now I do. Doesn't it make all of your past relationships make sense why they didn't work out? Yes. Because, it really does. You know, like if I would have known their love languages, it would have mm -hmm. probably been so different because as you know, I'm my love language is acts of service, you know, so I love and it's more or less what I like to do to show my love for people. You exactly. know what I mean? Um, so if I would have known like my ex would have done is more about quality time than acts of service, I could have probably saved a relationship exactly. or two. But I didn't know because I was stubborn and didn't want to learn. Now I learned and now I know going forward. And let's be honest, you know, makeup to breakup can be the best sex there is. But if it's over and over and over, you're going to have some fights in a relationship. If, if you think it's going to be all flowers, glitter, rainbow, you are delusional as hell. It is. That's not even. That's not even reality. You're going to have fights. It's right. about are you? Are you? How are you presenting? The and fight? how are you? And how are you handling the fight? Yes. You know, it's are you reacting or are you actually listening and trying to get to a solution or are yeah. you just Tell going around in a circle exactly and and arguing about it? And here's the thing too that even though it's really good to do your five love languages, no matter how long you've been together. Go do the language of apology specifically. That part. Even though there's a language of anger, because you know they say truce in the liquor, truce in the anger. That's where you really right. get the truth. You want to know how somebody feels about you? Wait till they're mad. Then you're gonna hear the truth. <laughs> and yes, I get it. Sometimes we say things we don't mean. We've all been there, but you can't perpetually do that and, and think that you're not damaging your relationship. Right, or think that you're not tough. Like if you're constantly getting mad and yelling things that you regret later on mm -hmm. and say you didn't mean that but you do this all the time i don't really think you didn't mean to say it you just got caught and that's mm -hmm. what you didn't mean to do exactly. get caught being told <laughs> your real feelings <laughs> you know at the end of the day and this is where even in my own life 
one thing I can't be is a hypocrite. And the one thing that I, you know, the, the way I came through all this advice for you guys is by experience. Right. I mean, everything we ever talk about on this show really is all about experiences that we've had, you know, just to teach y'all so you don't have to go through those same crappy exper experiences. Um, I almost said experiments. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, there we, you know, know. There we go again. How did you handle your breakup? Leave a comment. Go to Boss Up Houston. We're live. You leave a comment. How did you handle your breakup? What's your advice you give for your friends when they're going through a breakup? Um, and at the end of the day, I know it feels really yucky to have to go through a breakup, but it feels more yucky to stay in it and not be true to yourself. If you're literally feel, not feeling like you're getting what you need out of it, you need to, one, check that your needs and make sure they're healthy. Make sure right. your own needs are healthy. Before you just go blame somebody else, make sure that what you're asking for is realistic, it's healthy, it's, you know, it's more normal, it's yeah. not codependent. So, because you can... You you can leave a relationship where you're saying, I'm not getting what I need, but what you need is not realistic or not even healthy. So before you quickly blame somebody, just make sure that the only reason you're leaving that relationship is because you're being true to yourself and what you need. If it is affection. Exactly. And they only want to see you once a week. That ain't going to work. It ain't going to work at all. Or if it's, um, God, or if it, even if it's quality time, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. you can have quality time and have no affection. <laughs> and then some people will think they give you quality time once a week and you're like, Well, I gave you quality time but if you're but if you're wanting togetherness, then that's that's still not gonna be enough. It really isn't. And I just don't see how people can go and think that they can go into a relationship and get away with a once a week kind of thing. Okay. Like that's not a relationship, that's a booty call. Yeah. Because you cannot tell me that after not seeing each other for a week that you ain't getting it on. <laughs> you know you, you are though. And and you that's are. why I'm saying to me, that's that's a, that's more of a booty call than it is anything else because yeah. you're literally coming over once a week. You're coming over. You're coming <laughs> exactly. Over. Yeah. Uh, pun intended. So you know, and yeah. you're leaving. So that that that's exactly what you do. It's a glorified booty call. Thank you. Thank you. You can say you love you all day long. All he's doing is saying, "I own that now," uh -huh. and you can only say, "He's caught walking." Exactly. Ain't no way. I know it's for... not Friday, but we're going to talk about it today. All right. I mean, psh. I always say this. Anytime you're holding on to something so tight, you're not open to receive the new. And so number two reason why sometimes breakup are necessary is because the new but beautiful connections that you're literally missing out on by holding on to something so toxic. And y'all know I'm all about the energy and the spirit. So for me, if, if you are... Um, saying you're single mm -hmm. and you're living that life like, oh, I'm single, I'm, I'm free to mingle. But energetically and spiritually, you are in love with somebody else or you're tied up or you're in the wrong thing. You're not going to be available emotionally to attract the right thing. Right. Energy don't lie. It so don't. when you think you're single, somebody's going to come along and go, yeah, but somebody, right. Some, we, it's, our, it's our discernment. We pick up on that. But you get a chance to know other people deeply when you actually take a break sometimes. Um, and among those people, you find some gems with who you can actually build some great connections. And you share your experiences together. And it makes uh, your, your pain and suffering easier. That's your indication that you might need to break up. 
is if the person you're with does not make your normal life pain and suffering, because we're on earth and we're human and it's pain and suffering to be human, if they're adding to your stress instead of relieving your stress, they need to go. They got no. They don't. Need, they got to go, and they got to go now. You know, because what do we say all the Seriously. time? What is the most valuable so thing on this earth? Time. Time. So if you're yeah. sticking around with them and you're not happy, mm-hmm. you're wasting time. And this this is something I have said since I was young, since I first started dating. I will never stay in a relationship that I'm not happy in, and I will never cheat. Because if I'm not happy and I feel like I got to cheat, then I'm just going to go. I'm going to go to the door. Like, that's it. Why bring bad karma on yourself? And and why have all the drama? Because then you bring in somebody else into the drama. Because, you know, instead of us just fighting, now it's going to be us plus this third wheel you brought in. Because Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to beat somebody down. (laughs) There's no way it's getting around that. You know, you mess with my man and my man Angie, we're going to get a beat down. And you can have them, you know. You can. It's crazy because here's the thing that can trap you up into a wrong relationship. Let's say that every man you've been with is a cheater. And you finally get a man who comes along and he's not a cheater. Um, He's definitely a loyal person. But he don't give you the affection you need. Then you get stuck balancing, God, well, what do I want more? Do I want the loyal man or do I want the affectionate man? But see, that's a trap. You don't have to pick. You can have both. You can and will. You just gotta be patient. But while you're stuck and your energy's closed on, holding on to this toxic energy, this energy that don't love you right, that don't support you right, that's not there for you, you're literally not free. And I'm telling you, all of us have been in that situation. We're holding on to this toxic thing, thinking it's love. Right. And then somebody great comes by and we're just like. You know, it's so funny how you. And you know it too. Exactly. Like, Dang, they would be, I would be so much happier with that kind of person. Exactly. Or you just see the couple across from you and how they, you know, how their spouses treat each other. And you're like. You can't deny it. And, and you yeah. really can't, especially when it's everywhere. And I love how you put it because in all honesty, before I moved to Houston. I was in all those kind of relationships where it was just bad, toxic. Mm-hmm. I and it, every relationship was the same after. You know, I it, I can't say that there wasn't a relationship that I had ever been in where I hadn't been cheated on. Wow. You know, which is super sad because I am a great boyfriend. So that's why I don't understand why people ever cheated on me. You did know, did you but, believe that all people cheated? Oh, no, I caught all of them cheating. I mean, but did but, you? But what was your? From the time you were eighteen, had your very first serious relationship. What, what was your, because your parents are still together. So do you, did you go into, a lot of times it's what we see growing up or what we didn't see or what we, our friends, did you, what was your beliefs around people in monogamy when you first started getting into your first serious relationship? Um, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. That's, that's, to think back, I don't know. I mean, I just know I was out there looking for love. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted. I just wanted to find somebody to spend my life with. Yeah. That's it, you know? Yeah. And I, I settled a lot. I really did. Like, mm-hmm. it, I was just the first person to jump at me. Yeah. I'm like, sure, I can, you know, <laughs> I can settle down with you. Um, but it was, they were just like horrible, toxic relationships. One after another, after another. And so finally, when I moved to Houston, I was like, you know what? I'm done with the dating scene for a few years. I'm going to just focus on myself and learn to live my life. You know, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. Like... If somebody comes along, I'm just going to say next because I, I got to focus on myself. And after, you know, that's when I finally started discovering my self-love journey. Mm-hmm. And once I started loving myself more, then I finally, you know, I 
since I've lived in Houston for almost 10 years, I've only had three relationships. Mm. Three. And each of them have been more, one serious relationship after another. Because, you know, the first one... You find that uh, each one has gotten a step closer to what you really want? Yes. That's yes. good. I mean, that's the thing. Don't beat yourself up if it's not... If you think you're on your self-love journey and you think... Sometimes we're going to backtrack. Sometimes we're going to fall back into our own patterns. Right. And not only that, but, you know, like, not... <laughs> As we said earlier, it's an experiment. It's 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 a gamble, you know. So you really don't know. And so now I don't get so disappointed if a relationship doesn't work yeah. out, unless it was something that was just toxic, you know. Because then I really beat myself up for going back to a toxic relationship. But like my last relationship, it wasn't a toxic relationship. We just both agreed that it didn't work as a relationship. Yes, yeah, so you know, are better as friends, and that's the thing. You build the foundation of the friendship so long that sexual chemistry part, the romantic love can leave or it can kind of fade or it can change because you built such a strong friendship. I had one matchmaking client told me the reason that she was single was because that her and her husband just wound up being better business partners. See, and you just, it depends on where your focus changes. Exactly. They spent all their time focusing on their business and neglected their, their relationship. relationship. Anything you neglect will die. Yeah. Anything you mistreat, will you will lose. And that's okay. But that's why my number one thing I always suggest for everybody, including myself, and when I'm trying to consider a potential mate, is that they are self-aware enough to understand. And, you know, I, watched this, uh, I started watching this series uh, last night. I don't normally watch TV, but, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I started watching this um, series called um, Dirty John or something like that. But anyway, it was about... It was about a lady that got divorced in like the eighties, and it was showing how um, how how narcissism is so covert. Uh, you don't even realize that. You, I mean, you don't even realize the game and this and how the, how these guys, act, you know, women too, can act. Yeah. And I just think about that. So when she was talking to her mother, and, and maybe this was another show, but they were she, one of these shows I was watching. She was talking to her mother. And she was like, why are you so bitter? Why are you so mad at the world? She's like, I settled. Oh, that part right there. And she's like in her you know, late 60s, 70s, whatever. And she's like, she's given up on life. Because she kept saying, well, I've already been married. I had my family. I had my life. It was so bitter and mean to everybody that came around. And her daughter's finally like, what is your problem? Like, what is going on? And she's like, um, "I oh, it was uh, Barbara Streisand and... Um, uh, what's his name? Something about Amira Two Hearts. Anyway, whatever it was, but it was about this professor who didn't really. He was trying to get. He asked somebody to marry him based on the friendship and neglecting the romantic love part of it. Right? right. Like we can be best friends. He's like we're we're getting to what people get to when they're older in life, when the sex kind of fades and then they have the friendship left. He was like, let's start with that and then kind of neglect the romantic part. Long story short, listen. You, if you're really in love with somebody, you're not going to be able to neglect the romantic part. It's true. It, There's it, no way. You're absolutely right. About you're going to want to kiss them and hug on them and love on them. You're going to want to be there 24 seven. So you know it's 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 amazing though. Like I, I I agree with you how you stay in this toxic relationship and because of it you're putting out all this energy so you're passing up on all the great connections you can have. Yeah. And like I said, after I went through that love that that self love journey, I. I realized it because my energies changed. Mm -hmm. So the people that I was attracting were people that I really could see myself spending time with, you yeah. know? 
at, not only was it like energy that changed, but you know, like I changed a lot of aspects about my life. Like for one, I stopped looking for guys in the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like just because I worked in the bar didn't mean I had to date people from the bar scene. Exactly. And so then, you know, all that energy just changed. And now everybody that I've attracted, you know, for the most part, they've been healed people that are, yeah. you know, we just haven't clicked. So, you know. And it's okay if you think you're healed and you're not totally healed. Each relationship is never a waste of time. It's always a mirror that will be that reflection to you to show you where you haven't healed. You think you've healed until you get the right person will trigger you. Uh, yep, I was just about to, to say, take that understand that, oh, wow, thought I was healed in that area, but apparently I still cuss people out. So. <laughs> you apparently, I still get triggered sometimes. I mean, what, what was it? There was a show we did a couple months back over at our last platform, and I was sitting here saying, and you said something, and I was like, oh, triggered. I was so triggered. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not healed yet. I thought I was. It's but. okay, guys. You're not going to be healed overnight. It's, you know, <laughs> matter of fact, the number three reason you should break up is because we need to understand emotions. Some people pretend like they don't have emotions. Some people hide their emotions. Some people are passive aggressive with their emotions. Shout out to Gemini season. Uh, but, but you become, matter of fact, speaking of my daughter will be 26 on Friday. Oh, happy birthday. Woo, happy birthday. In the building. You know what? For her birthday, I think, you know, we should give her a little trip. What do you think? Her and her heavy go somewhere. Ooh, maybe they could go to Vegas. Look at that. And they're coming up on their four-year wedding anniversary in January. So, oh, actually, maybe they should have a a, a seven-day resort. I would think like the resort, right? I was like, the resort sounds better. If you're coming up for an anniversary, I can't say go to Vegas because let's face it, you're not paying attention to each other when you're in Vegas. Exactly. You might get a divorce in Vegas. So we'll give you a resort. (laughs) And speaking of anyone who comments on the show, because we are live on Facebook right now, the Boss of Houston Network work page if you comment we're going to give you a trip to vegas yes four people people. exactly so i mean come on tell us you know give us a reason why you think you should break up why breaking up is so important yeah so right now i know we're talking about um understanding emotions and i know that is something that still to this day i know i have my emotions under control a lot better than 20 year old me did yeah. But there are still days where I let my emotions get hey, the best of me. I'm so. proud of me because um, I'm a, I on, can honestly tell you when I before I healed, I had to break that codependency cycle. And so when I would in my past, when I would go through a breakup, I would be out of there, out of commission. That's why I wrote the book How My Kitty Betrayed Me because love and lust look a lot alike. But the thing about it is good sex will have you staying in a bad relationship Woo. is my point. I can tell. That I, but, I'm a testament <laughs> to that one. <laughs> okay, but but here's the thing about it is that I'm, under, is I'm very proud of myself because I'm finally at that stage and I understand why God has to strengthen us, why it's so important to go on the self-love journey. So because the level of attack that you're going to come under in the spiritual realm when you're going to the next level is not a joke. It is it is for real. It comes on every level. And if it can't come through your personal relationship, it comes through your family, your mom, your friends. It, it comes through your circle. That's why you and your circle got to stay in constant communication. But I'm very excited because I'm finally at that point where what used to occur. I mean, I'm talking about that would, when I would break up with somebody in the past. Uh, it would cripple me to the point I would just shut down and stop. Oh, man. That part right there. I wouldn't there. be at work. I wouldn't be doing events. I wouldn't be out doing the most. I would just be you in the bed crying. what I'm going through now. 
right? Like it's so it's so amazing how much we've seen ourselves healed throughout the amazing. throughout the time, you know, because you can look yes. back and you're like, even just a few relationships ago, you you know, we've grown, and 100. you can just look back and you're like, God, I was stupid in that relationship. What was wrong <sighs> with me? You know what? And I'm probably gonna get yelled at for putting this out there because one of my other friends, I'm having a little situation with her. Okay. Okay. So when I first met her, it was when I was with my ex-husband. Now we were both in toxic relationships at the time. Okay. We had very toxic men in our lives. We both left our men at the same time. Uh-huh. Okay. And we helped each other get through it. You know, we were each other's rocks. Well, throughout the years, I've had to like bring her back a couple times because she's tried to like jump back into that pool and I'm like same guy same guy it's that dude so I'm just like okay and so like as I was in my hometown over the weekend you know I was like hey girl like let's hang out you know that's our thing and she was like oh Oh. he's here and I was like like because I didn't I don't know how to like handle a situation like that like you know you you do everything you can to bring somebody out of that and they do so good 10 years 10 years That's, that's like addiction though Right, addiction. Addiction. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I think it's my new shirt. No more distractions, because at the end of the day, these distractions are what keep you from your destiny, and it's real. That you know. I'm telling you, it's the worst. It's the worst thing you can do is not. It's not get over toxic relationships that have good sex. Yes, because I'm sitting here like, and I keep trying to tell her like, I don't understand what is so. You, this guy is the worst for you. You even say how much you hate this person every time you go back to this person. And she hates herself for going back. Yeah, so, and I'm just like, look, we can find you some other D somewhere else. You know what I mean? What she needs is no D at all. She needs to go sit her ass somewhere for about a year and heal and be alone. But see, that's the thing. When you're codependent or you're toxic or you don't know healthy, you're going to jump from one to the next to the next to the next. It's a, it's a it's band-aid. All, yeah, Guess those... what? You take that band-aid out, the wound's still there. Why? Because you didn't let it heal. Yes, and those emotions, you know, you got to... I know they suck. They run high, you know? Feeling like you've been betrayed and let down. By and, yourself. And being hurt, you know? I know those are, those are really crappy feelings to mm-hmm. feel. But, God. How did you handle it? Oh, did I... Oh, of course I went off. And I told her, I, I in reality, what I, I said, in what I really said was, I'm disappointed and most of all, I'm hurt. Because I literally, you know, I, I've pulled her back from suicide before. Yeah. As she's done for me. Because, you know, I had my, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not proud to say that I've attempted suicide in my life. I'm proud to say that I'm here, I'm alive, I got through it. Yeah. And now I can be that staple to help people, to let people know, like, hey, it does get better. But, you know, like, when somebody puts you in that position, and, you know, I pulled her from that. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I know how bad this you know, can be. You know, how, you know how dark down the rabbit hole she can go. Exactly. And it's not just, like, the average person that can rebound from it. Yes. When you get to that point, and I think that's great that you're taking the – shame and the stigma out of talking about things we've been through like that because everybody's had a dark day i mean some some we i mean the the worst thing i remember the 90s people used to tell you to kill yourself that's what everybody's like kill yourself yeah 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 Uh, we joke about suicide we joke about i'm just gonna jump off a bridge i'm gonna go stand in front of a bus there are people really do that there there really are i mean but if you have if you're that person or you have that friend talking about it Take it serious. You really should because Listen. you don't. Yeah, if they're if they're saying it, they're they're screaming for help. You know, and it it's really crappy because suicide 
unfortunately, since COVID, especially suicide numbers have gone up even Domestic more. Violence you know what I'm saying? Um, the type of violence has gone up. And what, here's what's even worse: is it's starting at a younger age. Yeah, the kids grow up now, though. I mean, think about the age of innocence is like five. Uh, because when we grew up, I mean, I'm older than him, but when we grew up, we didn't have any resources to teach us sex ed. Uh, you know, we read stuff on a bathroom wall or our older cousin told us about it. Like, shout out to my cousin, Rhonda. <laughs> she corrupted me and she's proud of it. Uh, you know, she introduced me to um, all kinds of crazy music. And I remember when I went over to her house, when she, she took me over to some guy's house that she was best friends with. And I just remember he was watching porn in the living room. <laughs> was like I remember I remember high I was in the kitchen I was like 13, 12 13 I, I I I had no idea what sex was like when we grew up we I literally no, I really did it like I had no idea we didn't have no internet think about it who taught us we were in church all the time and at home in school like we had no no one taught us anything about sex I, I mean all. I don't know because I, I'm just saying like uh <laughs> the your generation and the generation before you too like I mean Oh, y'all had a lot of babies, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like, so somebody had to teach us something. Yeah, because our parents' generation was, we don't even talk about sex. This is we, true, which is why. My grandma was so religious, she called it sick. She wouldn't even say the word sex. Because, and it was so funny, that's one of the uh, shows I was watching. She goes, um, she, <laughs> she says something about uh, what would you... What, what would you think about, what would your what would your grandparents say, what would your mom say if um, before we came out to um, whatever technology was? And she's like, oh, well, she would say if you're lazy, you must be a bad Christian. Anyway, it's just it, it's just crazy how we go through the decades and everything changes. Yes. It really stays the same. I mean, nowadays, everybody's so sex positive. Like, it's. It's weird if you don't talk about sex, you know. I mean, even in even when I was in school, yes. like we had a sex ed class, yeah, we and too. we weren't allowed to ask questions. Yeah. I mean, just trying to say the word penis, you weren't allowed. Like, and I'm like, so what do we say, sex organ? And I'm like, that to me, that sounds worse <laughs> than saying penis. Like, penis, <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> I'm like, we got off on penis, got so distracted. But anyway, <laughs> today we're oh. talking about why breakups are important and how it's important to understand. Number three, the reason you should break up is emotions, emotions, emotions. Um, you know, at the end of the day, God wants you to focus on him. The enemy wants you to focus on your emotions because that's why I'm so proud that give yourself a pat on the back. Be proud of the progress you've made because Definitely. that's how you can measure the growth. When you will get presented the same challenge and you handle it totally different, uh, don't and, and you got to be very uh, strong-minded about it because the enemy will be sitting there using that person to try to tear you down. I had one guy I was like, um, I, I, you know, I can have a guy that'll treat me this and this. He goes, Sure, you can. You know what I'm saying? I can. And it's just that trying to put that doubt. And, and at the end of the day, anybody that really ever loves you will not throw your abuse in your face, will not throw the things you've been through in your face, will not throw a suicide attempt in your face, will not do that to you. They will they will they will embrace that with their emotions and have empathy and understand that we all have our challenges. And your challenge and my challenge may not be the same. Right. But there no one's better or exactly. greater. There should be no shame behind it. No one's pain is more greater than anyone else's pain is pain if exactly. you feel it you feel it you know what i'm saying no one's sadness is more greater than the other and the thing about going through emotions is it really even though a breakup sucks it you do become more compassionate you become more empathetic 
you become more understanding. Um, if, if possible, you try to make them feel that the pain is temporary and there's a beautiful future waiting to hug them. And I think that hugs, and hugs are where it's at. They say hugs are healing. Oh, which is one of the biggest reasons. I'm a hugger. I am too. And I'm telling you, COVID has been so tough on me because from be going from not being able to hug nobody to not even being able to handshake. Because yeah. like to me, handshakes are all about respect. You they know what I'm saying? Like, back to where we can actually touch people again and get back on that. I, that's yeah, because I'm sitting here like I miss my hugs. I miss being mm -hmm. able to see my friends and just that's give why them a big bear went hug. through the roof. Yes, because no, like, no no human, human contact. Yeah. I, so you know, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a Germany had actually went and put out there as a public service announcement. You know, for everybody saying that they should find themselves a sexual partner for the pandemic. Nice. So that way they had somebody to team up with yeah. and, and relieve themselves and yeah. feel that human contact. And yeah. I was like. Damn, well, we, Germany. We were, we were doing it in America, too. We were just doing it doggy with our mask on. <laughs> that's why the pandemic kept spreading. You know? I mean, there's a whole category of Pornhub that's just about... That's one thing hoes ain't willing to do is give up their penis. Uh, they don't care how infected it may be. Um, number four reason Ooh. why you should go through a breakup is because you are enough. You are enough. That part right there. And that's all about that self-love mm -hmm. journey, you know, yeah. which is why I tell, I say everybody should have their self-love journey. Hopefully the hey, sooner the better, up. you know, because it's, the, I find the sooner that you have the, your self-love journey, the, the faster your life's going to be that much it better. Is. You know, the faster you'll actually find your true love because yeah. if you're not healed, yeah. you're probably passing your true love up. At some point you have to say enough. At some point, aren't you really tired of going through the same thing over and over and wonder why you keep attracting the same person? Have you ever stopped to think you're the common denominator? We attract what is not healed in us. They are meant to be that reflection and mirror to you. You alone are enough. You have Man. to understand that ultimately the moment that you realize that you don't need someone in your life to make you feel happy and complete, you alone can do each of these things that make you feel happy and make you feel better. Listen, guys, the goal is not to be happy. The, go the goal is to be have joy. Don't be around people that steal your joy repeatedly. Amen. You're going to fight with people every now and then. Any, anybody, we can get on each other's nerves. You can get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I get on your nerves. Like, we, we're human. We have emotions. We go through things, whatever. But at the end of the day, if, if, they are, if they steal your joy because they don't give you what you need through your love languages, if they steal your joy because they always put you down and don't lift you up, if, if it's about stealing your joy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to be happy all the time. Some, like, life happens. Some people get their rocks off on stealing your joy. Dude, like it's the narcissists be like, for hardcore. real. Hardcore. They see you coming over here, riding in on your cloud, and they're like, <laughs> let me get my leaf blower and blow that sucker down. <laughs> like, you ain't coming up over here on that cloud. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, though. That's, that's the really crazy part. So, understand you are enough. You are enough. And if you if you are in if you find that you feel you can't be happy unless you have a relationship, you are codependent. You're not healed, and you need to take some time and for listen. I, I'm speaking from personal experience. Y'all all know that know me. I, I took my ass to Arizona for a year in 2019. I was gone out of Houston for a year. Set my ass in the desert for a year by myself. When trying to date. 
wasn't trying to do nothing. I was working. I was working on me. I was I was building my I was building Meridate from the backside to launch in 2020. Then COVID, so we're launching this year. But you know what? I heard God loud and clear. This is how you get through it. If you don't leave this situation and go heal yourself, you will miss your calling to cure the divorce rate. So a lot of times sadness and codependency comes from not knowing what your purpose is, feeling you're going to be abandoned, not sure if I can do this by myself. I even had a friend tell me a long time ago, shout out to Jenny, who said, Amber, when are you going to realize you are enough? You are it. Like you don't need anyone to be a whole person. Right. But when you come from situations where you feel abandoned in your youth, it makes you codependent as an adult. And it's that part right there is that code, you know, how you said it makes you codependent. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you that every time I had that relationship and I was like, every, you know, you said the common denominator has to be you, you know, and one day I really did. One day I woke up and I said, you know, this, it has to be me. It, it has to be me. And I realized I was the codependent one. And, yeah, I mean, in reality, a lot of the relationships I got into, yeah. we were both codependent. Yeah. And you can't have two codependents in one relationship. Two wrongs don't make a right at and all. And the thing is, don't get me wrong, ladies. I know a lot of you probably are watching this, and guys, too. And you're like, but I was a good woman. I did this. I did this. I, I was a great woman. Facts. You are a great woman. But the fact is, is you don't know your worth. Because if you're over here doing... Uh, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm just beck and call, I'm waiting on my husband, or whatever you want, whatever you want. And then, but you're neglecting you? Yes, you're a good woman to him, but you're not a good woman to yourself. Right, right. And when you start realizing that you can have a man that will do all the things that you're doing for him, you don't have to settle, sis. You don't have to settle. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to pick between a man that will be this or this. You can have it all. We're creators. We're manifesting our reality. What do you believe? That's why I asked you, what did you believe when you started dating? Because that's your root. You got to get back to the root of what's causing all these troubles. And the root is your belief system. What is it in you that believes you have to make a man, uh, uh, you have to work for that? That's not, that's out of order. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do with like self-confidence too, you know, because if you're not... You don't feel confident enough in yourself, then you know that's how you become codependent as well because you feel like you need somebody the, to validate the, you. Exactly the fact that you'll settle just to have somebody there, mm -hmm. even if it is an abusive relationship, mm -hmm. because you aren't confident enough in yourself. That's right. And you know that was something that I, there's still days where I have to go through with that. You know where I don't feel confident sometimes, um, especially when I'm around jerks. I know how to tear it down. You know, Amen. but. I don't let it. I don't let it bother me for too long. Like it, it may bother me for the day, and the next thing I know, I'm, I'm up and I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who are they? Who are exactly. they to tell me what I am? Okay, exactly. do you know what I do? Do you know who I am? I, I'm DJ Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing no more. Like, I know my self worth now, right. and that's why I don't settle. I if. Straight up, if I'm not kicking it anymore and I'm not feeling it, it it's, gone. it's gone. It's done because doesn't that feel honestly? And and you and I are on this self love journey together. Even though it kind of sucks sometimes because you're disappointed because you like somebody, but don't be honest. Doesn't it feel so much better being true to yourself? Yes, it really. And does. you know, it sucks because sometimes like people may feel like I'm leading them on or something. And mm -hmm. but I'm always honest. Like I I say that I'm not looking for a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a friendship that can develop into a relationship. Exactly. You know, and but if 
we're getting into it and yeah, if we like each other and we're attracted to each other, but I'm just not feeling it. I wasn't leading you on. I'm just not feeling it anymore. But here's the other side of that. Once you've healed yourself from being codependent, you recognize what someone else Big time. is. Big time. And if you really have the friendship you're talking about, you could, you should be able to come to them and say, look, I something I don't like you. Is that I realize you need, you still have some healing to do, and that's not a judgment. That's a place of I recognize my old me in you. Yeah. And go heal yourself. Become confident. Confidence. We've said this for years. Confidence is what attracts the right mate. Confidence is what gets that person to be toward you. You know, it's not when you're sitting there, pick me, pick me, pick me. You know what they're going to do? They're going to laugh their ass off. They're going to put you on a shelf. They're not going to take nothing you say seriously, and they're going to and they're going to treat you however they want to treat you. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's the truth, and that's why now when I date people, you know, that I, I tell them I'm honest, and then I say, you know, like I write it out, I go, but the second I start seeing red flags, I usually just I don't know. I guess I, I should have a little bit more confidence and just tell them, like, hey, this isn't working. But usually just let them fall off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you can't tell that I'm not interested, you yeah. know? And because to me, like, I can't even be friends with people who aren't healed. I just can't. I can't anymore. Either. I really can't. Because, I'll love you from afar. Yeah. Like, I try. And, you know, hey, if you get healed and you come on back, cool. Maybe we can work something out. Yeah. But, you know, I it just... Because having friends that aren't healed either, that, that ruins that whole energy you got going on in your circle. I'm telling you, you got to protect your peace at all costs. And I'm telling you, that energy, oh, God, energy is so infectious. And if somebody is not healed, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tear you down with them. Because some people are just complainers, and complainers find more complainers. you got to go around victorious people. Victorious people <laughs> have a different language. They speak a true. different way. They speak victory. They you don't never speak see defeat. successful people hanging out with unsuccessful people. You never see millionaires hanging out with pal folks on the corner. You know what I'm saying? And and there's a reason being is because you've got to hang out with people who have the same mindset and goals that you do if you want to get where you're going in life. And it has and this covers everything from your relationships mm -hmm. to your work life to your personal life. Yeah. I mean, literally everything you do in life, if you hang around with people who aren't in that same exact mindset as you, you're not going to move up yourself. And I want to add something to that. Not all money is good money. I find the people that I don't get along with are uh, clout chasers. I, I'm very, I'm a very genuine person to a fault. I don't give a damn what you think. Uh, so, um, because I understand my blessings come from God. They don't come from any human. And I, I find that people that, um, yes, there are rich people. There are people, but they do it for the wrong reason. So I'm going to just elaborate on what DJ Houston said just a little bit and just understand that make sure when you're connected to somebody, make sure it's the spirit and it's not about what you have or what you drive or who, you, you know, what house you live in, because guess what? God gave you those things and can also take them away if you get too fancy pants and think that you did it. Yeah, exactly. The second that you start thinking that you're too good for having... Um, As regular folk. Exactly. is the second that, bam, I'm going to strike you down. Something. Now you regular folk. Exactly. <laughs> and it could be something as simple as, you know, you're in the midst of going from one paycheck to the next and your car breaks down mm -hmm. or your, your cell phone broke. You know what I'm saying? And that right there can set you back. And it's all because it. of the fact. Brand new cover. I gotta get it again. 
Again, dang. I hope that's the cover this time, but man, that's crazy. Girl, you got to stop dropping your phone. Wow, how does that happen? So, or or you could crack your screen for dropping <laughs> your phone, and it can set you back because nowadays these iPhones ain't cheap. I know. Wow, that's crazy. I know. I tried to make an insurance claim on my phone there because you see all my cracks, uh, and they was like two hundred dollars. I was like two hundred dollars. Wow. That's. That's groceries for the month. $200. <laughs> but, you know, it's points like that, that you got to stay humble. You really do, you know, because the second that you start thinking that you're too good for people and that your shit don't stink, even though it does, you aren't going to be able to, you're never going to go anywhere. I, I I agree with her when I, when she says she can't stand people who trace clout because I'm the I same way. I did not get into this business for fame. Me okay, Me at all. At all. I got into this business to help spread my message of love. That's me. That's all right. It. I may have found a different way besides just music. Now I actually have a platform where I can talk about it and tell people my experiences. Exactly. But I can also heal people through the power of music. That's right. You know, and that's what I did you this heal for. through the power of truth. Thank you. And because you're willing to be humble and open and say, you know, the things we've all struggled with, like I am. And I think that's what makes our show great is that. We're not coming at you in a judgmental place. We're coming exactly. at you in a place like, hey, been there, done it, got the hat. And we even share the things we're currently going through and currently working on. Constantly. And that's where I'm even at in mind. I'm I'm dealing with so much growth so fast that the it's hard for me to keep up with the attack level. Uh, and if, if I just, and that's why I said God wants you, when you're going through attack right now, God wants you to focus on him and your mission and your covenant with him and your calling because all these distractions will have you all over the place distra really. distracted <laughs> to a point you'll get nothing done so at the end of the day yes you it's one thing to say that you believe in god it's another to be committed to god in that covenant because anything you have to have in order to be happy the enemy can use against you but if you find yourself saying i'll be happy when i get this this and this you're not healed exactly you know and the point that you were saying uh, before you know what that train left the station, that and, train I, left the station. <laughs> and I think it derailed five feet after it left. Yeah, so I'm telling you. we'll go on to the next one, which I think is number five now, right? Number five is the last one of reasons you should go through a breakup. Oh, mm. and we've had some interesting reasons already. Now, remember, whoever leaves their comment, that's good enough for us to share on, this, on, on the show about reasons why you believe it's important to break up. We have a four-day trip to Vegas for up to four people for free. Yes. All you got to do is leave your comment. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So comment. We're live on the Boss Up Houston Network page, Facebook right now. Number five, the last one is really just ask yourself this. What do you want from your life? What do you want from yourself? What do you what? especially if you're a parent, what do you want to teach your children? What legacy do you want to leave? Because at the end of the day, you you know, like me, like DJ Houston, we've battled our whole life with the things that we learned the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, but now you finally have the moment when you can study yourself and cultivate what you really want from and in yourself. Because uh, you gotta stop, you gotta pause, you gotta cultivate, you gotta plan, you gotta isolate for a while. I, I'm, I, I keep saying I'm writing a new book called Just Give It a Year. Because that is really my biggest advice. After you've gone through a breakup, even if it's just, you know a, a short-term relationship, I always say give it half the time you were in it to really before you try to love again. Give get half the time. So you're together six months, three months. Just isolate those three months totally by yourself and reflect right. what what 
what did you like in the relationship? What did you not like in the relationship? And if you feel that you didn't get closure in a breakup, that's where you want to sit down and write a letter to that person. You don't even have to mail it. You just want to get it off your heart. Yeah. Get it off your chest. Write it. Hold on to it. Write it and burn it. Write it and send it. Write it and set it on fire and set it on their front porch. You know, it's so funny you say this <laughs> because it. I realize how healed Write I am. Write a letter. Now, because my last breakup that I had, that was something that I did. After we broke up, I mean, like I said, it hurt. I was hurt. I mean, we broke up, you know, it was a mutual agreement, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. I literally had to do that. I actually, I think I still have that letter in my dresser. Like, wow. Just for the wow, days when I feel like I, I'm wanting to move backwards. You got to you know? remind yourself what they put you through. Exactly. And again, like I said, it was a mutual breakup. But the fact that you said that, like, I was like, I did it just because I was like, I got to find a way. I used to do text that messages. Me all the time. I used to do text messages. I would write it out and then never send it. But then that one time I did that and accidentally sent it, I was like, mm. ouch, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And it ended up with so much more drama than I wanted. Yeah. So now I write the letter in my little, I don't have a journal or a diary. I'm not, I'm not like that. But I do have a little, for days when I feel extremely depressed, I'll write. Like I used to do poetry a lot when I was younger. Mm. And... As I got older, I wasn't as good at it because I, you know, like. So much fresh rap dreams. It, right, exactly. But I still like, it's because it, the poetry used to come from a, a place of pain. Absolutely. And I don't have that pain no more. That's right. You know, but there are days, like I said, I still get depressed here and there. That's you. Welcome to But I've learned, exactly, learned adult life. You know, adult life yes. too, you know, but I've learned how to handle those emotions when they happen, you know, I, I, I write them down. I write how I'm feeling. So sometimes it comes out in a haiku. Sometimes it comes out in a poem. Sometimes it just comes out in a long rant that just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it helps. And I, I realize how healed I am now. The fact that I can do that Amen, me too. and realize that, hey, this is something I have to do in order to move on, you know? And the fact that she said, half the time for a relationship. I learned this, not after my last relationship, but two relationships before that, because I was like, man, I was together, we were together for three years, and I was like, I, I need at least a year and a half off before I can even think about trying, yeah. because that's a long time. Uh, three years is a long time to be with somebody and to end it, you know? Well, because let me tell you all a secret, real love, true love never gives up. True love, hear me loud and clear, true love never gives up. That's why it's so hard to get over people, because if but when love's not enough that's that's the hard part that's the catch-22 when do i leave when do i say because i don't want to give up on you but when they start making you be untrue to yourself and violate your self-love when they make you choose between loving you and loving them that's when it's time to go that's why you need that time because there's going to be a part of your brain you gotta go through all the holidays now without them you got through all their birthdays you're gonna have right. all these momentous occasions you've got to be able to get through that are going to trigger you. I'm telling you, people will break up. They can break up in the summer. But Christmas comes around. They're still crying over Thanksgiving it. comes around. The first thing they do is think about you or you think about them. Or, Holidays make people do crazy stuff. Or even the first time they have a drink in their, their system. Oh, I God. mean, that's, you yeah, know, like, exactly. I mean, I don't know how many booty calls I get at three in the morning from an ex because they're drunk and, 
they still want a piece of this. Good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know that's the, that's just one of the best perks about dating DJ Houston. You know what I'm saying? On top of being able, on top of gaining some weight because I cook good. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, you know my type. You know I like. Mm. You know I like me a skinny boy. I know. But usually by the time. Great. But usually by the time that you're done dating That's me, funny. they are nice and thick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love to cook. And yes. you have to eat everything I cook, so, That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start like swinging by your house on the way home. Oh, look what I made, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. It was so funny. Uh, shout out to Shamir. We, we did a red carpet event last night honoring uh, for Father's Day. This, this coming weekend uh, is Father's Day weekend for all of you guys out there. And we honored uh, some uh, influential political leaders in the city last night, and it was so interesting um, because you don't you take for you take people for granted. And there was one um, politician I don't remember what he was, but he 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 got up on stage and he was talking about how he had lost his his son had passed away, wow. and so. T- I don't know what it takes sometimes for people with COVID and there's like 600,000 people have died in the U.S. now. We're, we're embarking upon that number. I'm just asking how, how, what do people have to go through? How, how when do you, what does, what does God have to put in your life to where you stop taking people for granted? Yes. And stop taking your time for granted. Tell somebody you love them today. You don't ever know when it's your last time, but you know what, guys? Uh, we're going to jump into our next segment, but to close off this one, Sometimes a breakup is necessary. And so next uh, segment we're going to talk about is how to comfort yourself after a breakup. Ooh, and I know there should be some really good advice in this mm-hmm. one because I can, I can tell you all the things not to do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, first things first, don't reach for the bottle. Ooh. Liquor is such a, it's so tempting. It really is. I, my marriage, after my marriage, I went through that phase where I was drinking. I drink every day to sit there and drown out my feelings to the point where I was literally drinking a gallon Mm. of whiskey a day Mm. and I could drink it straight from the bottle. And then one day I woke up and I was like, hold up. This is not the way to do it. This is how you become an alcoholic, you know? And I was like, so you can't, I I can tell you all the things not to do. Just like when they say to get over your ex, you got to lay under somebody else. Wrong, 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 wrong. That's how you catch bad feelings because you, you exactly you know like <laughs> so yes so let's get into it let's see what they got to say let's see if i can object to any of them yeah because then you are when you get into that you start that new sexual relationship but somebody else think you're getting out the old one and like i said because if you truly loved your heart hadn't given up yet even though your mind is in full control yeah and your mind is like i am done with this one million percent there's always if it's true love there's always going to be that part of your heart that wishes and hopes that's why people get so giddy around holidays. Oh, it could be a miracle. We get a we get a holiday miracle. You know what I mean? Uh, so a heart. That's why it's, it's it's time to give yourself. So now that we've talked about why it's important for some people to break up, we're also going to talk about how to comfort yourself when we break up. I wonder if we should do like just a whole new thing. You know what I mean? Like a new feed with that title. You think that would be cool? Take a break and then just come up with the second one. We can. Yeah, I mean, so that way we have a new title, so we maybe can capture different people. We can. All right, well, then, y'all guys, after this quick little break, stay tuned. We'll be right back with How to Comfort Yourself After a Breakup, right here on Boss Up Houston.